Guess who? And guess what? Footy Prime is launching a gin, and we're having a party to celebrate. Thursday, June 6th, join the whole FB crew for Footy Prime's one-night stand at Nickel Nine Distillery in Toronto. Come celebrate Footy Prime's one-ball gin with Nickel Nine Distillery mixologists on hand, Charmin's proper pies, meet and greet and photo ops with your favorite primers, and a live Atska's Almost Anything podcast. Footy Prime's one-night stand, June 6th at 7 p.m. till when we kick you out. Tickets at eventbrite.ca. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. You are now listening to Footy Prime, the podcast, hosted by Danny DiCchio, Craig Forrest, and James Sharman. Yep, it is Panic in the Disco. For you, Prime, the podcast, uh, we're, we're broadcasting to you hours before we hear from our uh, our leaders the next step in, in the panic that will ensue once they announce the LCBO closes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that this weekend that could happen. I'm like, oh, Christ. Forget Loblaws. Let's get some whiskey in. Jesus Forget Christ. toilet roll. <laughs> it's for you, Prime, the podcast. James Sharman, Craig Forrest, Danny Dickio, Dan Wong on keyboards. Hola. Dev behind the glass. Lads, here we are. The fans need us in these... Dark days. Dark days. Um, we're just discussing Pamela Anderson, strangely enough, before we, we, we start recording here, and who she is now married to, or at least dating. Craig, you're on this. Who is it? Well, I thought she was with... Uh, Julian Assange. Assange, but... Carry on. <laughs> I'll be with you. Some, some dead air. It's as if uh, we're, we're struggling for content, given yeah, that right. um, nothing's Dan, happening in Dan, the world. Dan, did you right did now. you know Pamela before Baywatch, or did that pique your interest? Okay, so do you know how Pam Anderson was found out? BC, where they a found BC her? Lions game. She was at a BC Lions game wearing a, a Labatt's blue um, t shirt, and they put her on the jumbotron. Yeah, and basically that that was the beginning of her career. And so from then on, she was a model. And then Hold on, so forward. she's from BC or she, Calgary? She's from, uh, I'm not really <coughs> sure where she's from. Nah. She's from Calgary. She could she. be from Calgary, but it was a BC Lions game. Mm. And wearing a beer, beer. And she, I think it's fair to say she is um, Canada's greatest success story. One of them. Trish Before. Stratus. She was uh, as far as... Yeah, well, she'd be another one. Yeah. Another great she'd success another story. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. Uh, she's dating... Uh, Assange. Assange, why not dating? Isn't he in quarantine right now? Like actual quarantine because he can't be. Uh, yes, he is right. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, 
It's not quarantine. So <laughs> Although that guy needs to see some sunlight. Yeah. Wow. He well, is slowly killing him, aren't they? Translucent, that, that motherfucker. Well, he's been poisoned slowly, you think? Well, they're just, his health isn't good and they want Stress. Him, uh, yeah. He's the, stress. Ultimate, he's the ultimate troll, isn't he? The ultimate well, troll. Yeah, he's been tro- a bit trolly. <laughs> yeah. For maybe, good and for bad. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he's sharing bad. a cell with Salman Rushdie. Do you see Salman Rushdie in uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Fantastic. He's so good. <laughs> Funny. Do you see that one? No. Uh, um, We're going off oh, into all different tangents. Already. Fatwa. Fatwa. Larry, Larry, there's a fatwa against Larry. And then he decides to, to write a musical about called Fatwa. As you can imagine, it's hilarious. And he meets with Salman Rushdie, who says it's great because you get laid so much. <laughs> Women love the fatwa. <laughs> <laughs> Salmon Rushdie talking to Larry David. Uh, just uh, brilliant. Yeah, really? brilliant. Yeah, you should watch it. Next time, you had a beautiful girlfriend, didn't he? Salmon Rushdie at one time. Like, uh, I don't know. Stunning. Yeah. Well, yeah. apparently the ladies love the danger that that comes with the fatwa. Apparently. Yeah. Jeez, he's doing all right. <laughs> Let's say some anti anti something. You could say anti Muslim things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. anti Muslim things for a fatwa. Yeah, because you get late. <laughs> Apparently, according to Larry David and Salmon Rushdie. <laughs> um, so, uh, our first weekend really without sport, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. First Ever. weekend? Yes. Ever. Ever. Really? Well, that's not true because UFC was on and I watched that. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a big UFC guy, but what else am I going to watch? Right? So, I had some friends over. What did you friends. watch it on? My television. No, no, but what? who, who was broadcasting? It was on TSN. It was on TSN. Yeah, yeah. And it was pretty good. Was it um, empty stadium? Yeah, it was. it was. But but for TV, who cares? Because yeah. they're so dark and you can't even see the fans yeah. anyway, right? Yeah. So, it was in Brazil, wasn't it? Was that where it was? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I watched that. But aside from that, I mean, Saturday morning was just strange, having no, no football on. What are you missing the most right now from football? Are you missing, you know, Jose Mourinho's comments, Sean Dyche's press conferences, VAR? What are you missing the most? Anything. You'll take I'm missing you, everything. You take a good VAR argument oh, right now? Oh, yeah. Ten, <laughs> ten wrong VAR decisions, I'll take that. Hey, VAR, bring it on. <laughs> Honestly, it's like, I don't even know what to do with myself. It is yeah. unbelievable. There's South American football to watch still, if you can find it. If you can find it. Yeah. There were some Mexican games on mm-hmm. during the weekend as well, but I think they've uh, put a kibosh on the league now as well. Oh yeah, it's getting worse. You wait till this happens. You hungry? <laughs> yeah, I am hungry. I, that's, that's why uh, that Danny brought me some. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. I did. did Jumped you? up on the, bana- on the banana bread. I was hungry when I came in. Mm-hmm. Needed a banana. I don't know. It's just I got been, banana bread. It's been. Thanks, Danny. It's been no problem. It's just been. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, 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 like many other people, I think we're just trying to find ourselves at the moment and what to do. I told you about my boy the other day, Franco. On, I think it was on Friday. I went to wake him up at one o'clock because he's a lazy git. And I said, Franco, come on, let's get it. He said, what is the point, Dad? <laughs> like, what? seriously, what is the point? I went, what, what do you mean, what's the point? He's like, there's no football, there's no basketball, there's no ice hockey, there's no, there's nothing. There's nothing I can life, bet on life, even, the, Dad. The, the, the life is pointless at the moment. <laughs> huh? He's got a point. Life is pointless. Yeah. But I don't, I don't think Franco said ice hockey either. Because uh, only, yeah, only yeah, English yeah, yeah. people say sure. ice hockey. He says yeah. hockey. Yeah. Europeans. Yeah. He's ice like, now, isn't he? What? Oh, as opposed to field hockey. Because, <laughs> well, that's no, a, but I mean. Let's be fair. Ho- field hockey is the proper hockey. <laughs> I'm not going to argue <laughs> what the proper hot, hockey right? is. I just say vernacular. The nice hockey. Bigger global. Of course it does. Yeah. South, just just put India alone in there and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Hundreds of millions watch field hockey. Yeah. Salman Rushdie. 
Loves it. <laughs> Huge <laughs> field hockey yep. fan. Well, he's lying he's in the with his hair Indo on. Indo UK, right? He's, uh, he's watching field hockey. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it, is, it is odd having to talk to the family, <laughs> hang out with them, you know, play board games with the, the daughter. Things that I would never thought I'd, I'd have to do. Really? I'm not coming around your house. <laughs> I would just say to Craig as well, I said, I, I need to fucking get back to work because my missus is finding all kinds of things for me to do around the house. Yesterday, I'm painting the bedroom going, what am I doing with my life? Like, Welcome yeah. to real life, Danny. Uh, painting the cornice of like, the, the bedroom Oh yeah, yeah. Like, you, just thought it, you just thought it'd be a nice couple of weeks. Yeah, off, right? I feel Play like some video games. chill and just. <laughs> Plus, you're six four, so no <laughs> step ladder. It's yeah. like immediately, Danny. You can just reach that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. there's no conversation about how. Well, I have to go down, get a ladder. Yeah. He just here's the bucket. You think it'd be it. a natural job for a tall person? I would. Painter, I would think. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I'm surprised mo- not more painters at all. Circus freak painter. Are they not? I. <laughs> the ones I've seen. <laughs> I haven't done. Haven't looked at the graph. Yeah, it's not good for the old union though. No. For the old union, Jack, it's like because you're reaching up for long periods and. Is that what you told? Claire? I should have told the missus. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. no doubt when I get home, she'll find another room for me to do yeah. though. So <laughs> don't worry, not going home. I'm gonna get you to do the lower parts. Actually, that's even worse. Isn't oh, it? the lower parts. Yeah, that's Straight. my problem. Getting down on the knees. Five eleven doesn't get you away from the lower parts. Uh, my uh, my mate, who's a degenerate gambler, who's over on the weekend, he was trying to find what can I bet on. Right, he was in the end. He betted on um, Barbados Premier League football <laughs> and, and and the Angolan Premier League, wow. and he lost all his money on UFC. But he threw like ten bucks down on some Angolan league, and in fact, fact one. I'm oh, sorry, the Barbados league, and won about hundred bucks on that. Wow. St Andrews something beat someone down two nil. <laughs> half an hour left, came back and won the game. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> it's come to this. <laughs> so. What what's coming out of of Europe this morning? I know there's a big meeting going on with FIFA or UEFA tomorrow um, to discuss a the Euros, b what they're going to do with the Champions League in Europa, because I think all the federations and leagues are kind of waiting for this meeting to happen so they can organise what they're going to do with their leagues as well. Mm-hmm. Well, if they bump Euro, then these leagues hopefully touch wood can finish can finish. Yes. Even even to empty stadiums. And isn't that better than just voiding the seasons? I mean, the fans get screwed either way, right? But at least if they're playing the games, you can you can watch them on TV, perhaps. There'll, there'll be a bit of neatness to the season. As, as, a player, just, just, as a player, I would not want to play in an empty stadium. You'd rather that than, I would than not want to play the season, any, though, wouldn't you? As a fan, I want them to get back to fucking playing because I'm so bored I and I want to watch players at Melwood most days of the week who, who want to finish the season right? yeah of course Karen Brady came out I think on Friday did you see this and said that it's only it. fair that it's null and voided now she's backtracked this morning yeah of course she has right because she was hammered you can imagine yeah. because West Ham happened to be out of relegation on goal differential <laughs> <laughs> yeah good luck with that there's no right answer I mean this this is not a perfect situation for anyone but um, I personally Personally, I would rather them finish the seasons in empty stadiums than just. Mm. No, no, how many, ga- how many and games that's not are left? Liberal fan, it's just. Yeah. Hmm. How many games are left in the season? Uh, let's find that out, shall we? Ten. Uh, I think Liverpool there. have to win two more, don't they, Sharps? Or, yeah, well, yeah, they're playing their next game April six is Man, yeah. against Man City. So if they win, if they beat Man City, if they come back, say April six, which is unlikely. Yeah. Um, if they played Man City and beat Man City, they've won. Well, the championship championship's back on April the 3rd at this moment. moment. 
can't see MLS. I, don't, I don't see it. I don't see them coming back. Yeah, uh, yeah 10 games, 10 or 11 <laughs> games left, depending on who you are. Um, City have 11 games left. Uh, sorry, sorry, nine games left for, for Liverpool. Right. 10 for. And the six City. points is the magic number, either way? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Has there been anything in the US sports where this, a situation like this has happened? I know there's been kind of a lockout in that, hockey, that, isn't there? 2004, oh, yeah. they had the lockout. They killed the season. But Baseball, 1994, yep. they killed the season. 94, yeah, they killed the season. But other sports on. And that, you know, there was an increase. And I, this was always the funny thing at Sportsnet was because you have to look at things as a annual yeah. You know, I remember Craig and I talking about the best thing for some sports sometimes. So the best thing for the Le- best thing for Sportsnet was the Leafs making a late run, late playoff run and coming in ninth because Sportsnet also had the Blue Jays. So what that yeah. did was get all of the Leafs fans excited about sports in Toronto. Them not making it cuz they didn't have the license, the broadcast license to the playoffs. To the playoffs. <laughs> and so everyone getting excited, and then, oh, they didn't make it, but here are the Blue Jays. Yeah. And here's your next step into, so that was, you know, it's funny how things, what's good for whom, and what's good for, to your point, yeah. fans need the game, uh, broadcasters want want the game, players, we got LeBron Dickio beside us, who wouldn't play, no, I'm, I'm just no, kidding. No, we... we as a it, player, yeah, it was horrible. We, I, I want to play. Yeah. I want to play, yeah. but I don't want to play in an empty stadium. So would you rather that than than kill the season though, as a player? Depends if where we are in the league. Precisely, you're selfish. Very selfish. Or whether you're getting paid or not. Well, if they say, Danny, you're not getting paid unless you play in front of empty stadiums. Yeah, you have your ass out there. And, well, the, sure. the issue is also, though, is sure. that these, the contracts end on June 1st, right? Most contracts end. So mm-hmm. if they have to play into the summer, then do you need to have short-term contracts for these players to, to finish yeah. the seasons? Holy shit. Well, and schisms between contracts. It's a big cockfuck. If, yeah. you're, if you're LeBron <laughs> yes. and making oodles <clears throat> and, or, and you're Matt Thomas making, you know, Matt, the, the shooting, yeah. shooting guard for the Raptors who's making $2.5 million a year and you're not being paid. You're Still two, not bad, then. Uh, not bad. If, if you invest that to enough money, okay, you might be all right. Oh, well, I'm just on a pure. Yeah. Isn't it in Matt's, you know, best interest to say let's play? Where LeBron's sitting around going, yeah, I don't, I don't want to play. Yeah. yeah, you know, LeBron already. You know, I mean, if it's anything like uh, Shaq's contract in L.A., he got paid first day, first day of preseason. His whole right. contract paid up front. Yeah. So he doesn't want to play at all. Right. So Hoagies. I want to eat Hoagies. Unless they come for you and say, you've got to start paying some back. Good well, luck with that. I think the NBA were the first, the first players to start paying for the arena staff, weren't they? And mm-hmm. now, now all the other leagues are following suit. But once again, the NBA is on that cusp of uh, being the most forward-thinking. First so, players, yeah. The first yeah, players go, to come out. Go it was uh, Kevin Love, wasn't it? I think the first Kevin guy Kevin Love, Zion Williamson as well. Yeah, yeah half a million. I mean, this is significant. He's a first-year pro. He's isn't nineteen he? years old. Yeah, he's nineteen. I mean, that's uh, you can afford it, but it's a classy thing. Fair play to him. In, yeah. in, in many ways, this if you look at silver linings, and I'm not sure there are any really, but you're seeing maybe the gap between the fan and the player and and the teams closing a little bit here because you are seeing some some very generous yeah. reactions from from associations. Yeah. From, from, some really good stories, you know, yeah. from that point of view. As we hear bad stories about people trying to gouge and buy. Hand sanitizers and sell them at a profit. Yeah, and they're toilet paper at a profit. You know all this crap, and then you got some really good stories about uh, Kevin Love and Zion and 
uh, Mark Cuban at uh, Dallas Mavericks as well. Uh, MLSC, I think, are all gathering all the teams together, right? Yeah. Um, Even the Jays are included in that. Are as they well. really? Yeah, yeah the Jays so are Toronto included. Centric thing. Yeah. So we're seeing some some nice examples of humanism here, um, yep. and it seems that globally, we're kind of unified at the moment. We're all kind of going through the same thing, and for the first time in my lifetime, you can say, kind of can empathize with most of the world right now. Yeah, it's really strange. Yeah, no borders and boundaries. Well, it's unprecedented uh, as well. I know, no one knew this. It would be at this level. No. We all kind of thought, okay, it's going to be another case of the flu. We all thought that it would maybe trickle in and trickle out. But I think that the countries that have stepped up to the plate and been very proactive straight away are dealing with it. I.e. Canada are dealing with it pretty well at the moment. Compared to bloody England and Spain. And I think France is going to shut down today. Ireland shut down and they're going absolutely nuts because it's St. Paddy's Day this week, Tuesday. All pubs are closed. So... I think you have to give a, a lot of credit to to the countries. Backdoors that, open, though. Yeah, backdoors open, but I think no one wants no no one wants to be the next Italy, you know, Look where they kind that. of well, struggle to deal with their first Craig. I think we're going to see that happen, and you know, by the maybe the end of this podcast, when our prime minister talks, I think we're going to see some major steps to close this down. I think there is. We're at about 350 cases in Canada right now, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a day ago it was 200. And you hammer it early, you know. I mean, yeah, because I mean, if it does get a grip, messed up. If it yeah. does get a grip, I think the problem is like somebody said, if there was 35 percent of people get it in Canada, we have 3,000 something intensive care unit beds. Yeah, we might so the need 30, get pushed. We might yeah. need 30, 40,000 beds. We don't have it. That's the math. That, that That's is the terrifying. math. It's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, guys. So, so I wasn't here back in uh, when was it when the SARS mm, two thousand three, two thousand four. That was three yeah. or four years before I came. What What was the basis then, especially with sports, because we're a sports podcast? But what happened to sports back then? See, I was away was for much of SARS. Actually, I was traveling. Dude, I remember uh, Craiger and I were up at Sportsnet, and I remember a lot of where Sportsnet is located is a lot of Asian communities, yeah. and I remember. All the Asian people were wearing masks, but it was seemed to be isolated in that zone. No, remember, like there wasn't wasn't a downtown. It wasn't yeah. as much a downtown <clears throat> thing. They said, and they they had already said this is how we're going to handle it. So they were pretty well prepared, even though they a lot of people got sick. Mm-hmm. It seemed like we handled it fairly well, and I think the difference is is they are they're talking about the transmission rate is mm. the difference between. COVID and uh, SARS. SARS. Yeah, it was much more a touch thing with SARS, where this is transmission, you know, and uh, 2.5 people per person and right. surfaces and droplets. Yeah. So it's a lot, you know, I you love to compare these things, but it's mm. difficult because the mortality rate seems, because we don't have proper testing, number one, we don't really know the percentages. So this could be the same as a SARS as far as numbers. It could be higher. Mm-hmm. So you have to go worst case scenario, and I think that is at least how Canadians are handling it right now. Although, so no sports were, were shut down. No sports. There was no, no sports. Mm. No, not no. nothing like this. No. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, this is a sports podcast. We know that, right? And and you want to try and focus on sports, but you cannot help but get drawn into talking about 
the reality around us right now. It's as simple as that. Yeah, because everything is I mean, I was saying to you guys beforehand how I am getting pissed off. I mean, I'm, I'm way too much <laughs> on social media. There's people out there, personalities, um, I won't mention names, but sports personalities, be it in the media or otherwise, who are getting all hot and bothered and, and stand on their platform and screaming, 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 you know, do this, do it. It's like, let me listen to the government and the scientists. You know, you are a sports journalist, okay? You can give your opinion, but don't tell me what to do. And it's just drive me up the friggin' wall right now. <laughs> know your place. You know, we're not telling you what to do, people. You're smart. We're just having a little chat between four mates, yeah. right? And you can choose to listen to it or not. We will get to the sports at some point, but just the, the ego out there. I'm really important. I'm self-important, more like. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> well, provide a link, like we said, right? Provide a link. Don't don't be uh, don't don't preach. Don't preach. Exactly, yeah. they're preaching. Yeah, yeah. There's always going to be people that take advantage of tragedies or, or disasters. I mean, on a really small scale, over Twitter, there's been a lot of conversation about coaches that are doing private clinics or sessions for players because in Ontario specifically, all soccer, um, organized soccer, whether it be men's league, women's league, co-ed, youth club soccer, has been shut down. This is from the OSA, and I think it's been passed on from the CSA. Mm. But now you have these coaches that are obviously not getting paid because they're not working at the clubs or they are getting paid but they're trying to earn an extra buck out of the parents or the players that want to do something during these times where they're not doing anything but the real case is they shouldn't be doing anything because they're trying to stop the virus yeah exactly but as i said it's a small scale of what we're talking about but these coaches come on like let the kids rest you should be resting as well it does seem that that is the uh, the most obvious thing right now is just try and just stay home if you yeah. have to, if you can, mm-hmm. or small groups. I mean, here we are, four yeah. of us in a studio, right? But yeah, I mean, but small gatherings, small right? And, yeah. Well, we were talking about the you know the f- fast five or the f- you know for your phone that yeah. old ad. Don't add any new people to your five you know your <laughs> your five phones. We have a group, our, our WhatsApp <laughs> chat. I'm not reaching out to anybody else right now. It's literally us five in our little circle. That's who, you know, and then Twitter allows us to talk to our our team and our fans and our crew. Use that. And, you know, talking about questions and what's important to other other people out there. I think that's the way you do it. And Mm -hmm. you don't, you know, for us, we've been together for weeks on end. Mm -hmm. And there's no reason for us to invite new people into our team right now um, until this is over. Yeah. So be, mm-hmm. you know, be responsible. Yeah. We've got some great, great questions and comments on Twitter. We asked mm-hmm. yesterday through Footy Prime uh, on Twitter, you know, give us your thoughts or questions. So uh, Tiger Sammy uh, right? so uh, with Sky Sports favourite Chris Camera helping with rugby league coverage while football is suspended, what sports would the panel love to cover other than football? If it wasn't football, you got a choice. I saw Kamara do that. Did you? I didn't they see it. Yeah. They stitched him I love up, Chris Kamara. He's brilliant. <laughs> by the way. No, I didn't they see that. They stitched him up with, uh, I think it was the, the three best tries of the week. Oh, did they? And so he, the first video the came on. Yeah, he was trying to do the voiceover. And he was like, this is a fantastic try. And the guy's running through and the ball got bounced out at the last minute. And it wasn't a try. And they're pissing themselves to two. One of them's an Irish guy. He's brilliant. And they're like, it wasn't a try, Chris. Oh, that's great. But, but what about you? brilliant. 
Oh, Craig, so you've got a choice, you know, like, so there's no, football's just dead, it's gone yeah. away, it's never coming back, right? You've got to earn a buck. Who's, who, what sport would you like to cover? If football was the only one shut down, say? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Basketball. Yeah, you're a big, big basketball fan, aren't you? I am. And you're tall, so you've got credibility. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Could get a job doing basketball. Would you, would you, um, would you cover in England? Basketball? I got the right accent. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. sir. Hey? Remember on Sky Sports I, I in the US doing basketball uh, so in uh, England. Than Sky Sports in UK, we we used to have like American or Canadian guys yeah. that used to be the hosts and the presenters. Yeah, yeah Todd Mack, pretty cool. Uh, formerly of the score, now of Sportsnet, is a producer, and he covered. Um, I think it was Channel 5's football, like uh, NFL coverage, oh. and covered that for years over there. He lived over there for a few years. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a thing. My mate, my mate Murph, Aaron Murphy. Um, he lives in Dublin right now, covers ice hockey <laughs> over there. He's Canadian boy, he's from Newfoundland, but uh, he's wow. done really well for himself. Ice hockey? Yeah. <laughs> Is there anything in Ireland? Oh, yeah. Well, part of the, I think part of the Super League, the they British, have a team, British yeah. Super League. In Dublin? Yeah. Hmm. He moved to London at first, then Dublin. And Dublin's probably not the best place for Murph. <laughs> is he late drinking? He, he likes his likes his beer. Although oh. he's, he's married with kids now, he's changed. I think. But back in the day, <laughs> if, you, if you told me Murph was moving to uh, Dublin twenty years ago, then don't do it, pal. Just don't do it. You won't last more than six months. Uh, but Foot, no, but he's quite a well-known guy now over there. Yeah, Footy Prime Confidential. You've been where there. Charms You've drops been all secrets. <laughs> <laughs> but would you cover basketball any differently to how you cover soccer? Would you be like a Stephen A. Smith kind of asshole, just like you know. This is the way it is. To hell with you all. No. No? No. Would you be a wash? Would you like just break stories before anyone else breaks them? Well, if get involved. Uh, insider? Yeah. An insider role? You're good mates with uh, McKechnie at the Raptors. Yeah. You get some information there. Yeah. yeah easily. Yeah. You yeah. should. That... Can't say any of it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you know, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> so you cover it the same way. Yeah. The exact same way, though. Carl it's, Lowry. <laughs> yeah. He's right, fine. So Craig's a basketball. What about you, Ditch? I got a top three. Been thinking about this. Yeah, number three is curling. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to Can cover we get curling. These to do some commentary for curling. <laughs> awesome. Because uh, I have no idea about the rules, but I think I would get really into it. Oh. He's brushing. He's brushing. He's, he's brushing the rock. Oh, the rock's gone. Hurry! Actually, hurry! hurry. <laughs> actually, speaking to McKechnie, he actually said he talked about curling, and he said, you know, if you listen to it with the sound off. Or the, not the sound on and not watch it. It's like bad porn. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry. Right? Hotter, hotter. That's right, it is. Bad porn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. good porn. Well, it depends on what you're into, Chimes. Well, <clears throat> I'm not really. Could be fatwa the... porn. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to get you a fatwa. <laughs> Draw a picture. <laughs> uh, that's the so third is uh, that's third. curling. Okay, so number two is UFC. Ooh, I love okay. UFC. Yeah. But I'd really like to put my twist on it as well. Mm-hmm. A little bit like the guy on Instagram, Bob Menery. Have you ever heard him, Bob? He's brilliant. Who is he? He's like, holy fuck, he's just knocked his jaw out of his skull and stuff like that. Just over the top <laughs> the, stuff. The Ray Hudson. A little bit like Ray Hudson, Ray Hudson. yeah. yeah. Um, that and number one? And then my number one would be women's beach volleyball. Uh, <laughs> For obvious reasons. No, I, I love volleyball. It's like a really oh, good So why not, why not men's volleyball then? Why has it got to be women's beach volleyball? Huh? If you just love it, it's a little bit slower than men's uh, volleyball, and there's not as much That's rallies. You watch it in slow motion, bitch. yeah. I like the women just more rallies and stuff. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, no, it's a, a great call. I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get you, you charms? Get you in big router? Yeah. You in, uh, curling? Um, uh, snooker. Oh. Are you serious? Hundred percent. Yeah. Love oh. it. 
Love it. And I know the game enough. Snooker, Loopy, that's a wee. It's an easy one to call, really, as well. Yeah. I'll be sitting there beside Steve Davis, who'd be the colour commentator. Yeah. You know, and uh, oh, it'd be amazing. Just, I'll be like, remember Ted Lowe, the old commentator? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He whisper like this, and yeah. Davis lines up the black. Yeah, it, was, it was like they could hear them or something. Yeah, because <laughs> he was actually in the, in the oh, crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he'd be whispering like this, and yeah. it was just like, you could shut your eyes and fall asleep to Ted Lowe talking. That's our ASMR Davis. right there, guys. <laughs> Change <of> nuggets. <laughs> See, 23 See, that sounds like good porn. We're going to do an ASMR show. <laughs> yeah. well, well, good pornography. With a deep screw. The deep, deep screw, screw back. Off the cushion. The, Would white's, you... the white's gone everywhere. I'd like to be a referee. A, a snooker referee. Yeah. What? Lot There's of pressure, a, though. I don't know this. There's a snooker referee. Of course, they don't yeah. self referee. Len, Len Ganley was a re- very famous uh, referee. You go wear the no. white gloves as well. White gloves. Yes. They clean the balls. Yes. But now, you know what? I was watching that now they have a, an, a, like an assistant referee in the stands. Shut up. So, it's, say, say someone gets snookered and, they, and they, it's, it's a miss, so they re rack the balls to where they were. It's a VAR she'll moment. be in there, VAR, and she'll be going left, 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 right, 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 back a little bit this way. Oh, my God. Good. It's Great amazing. job. Technology has taken over snooker. What a job that is. That's like them people in the airport that do absolutely fuck all. All day, they just like sit right in the now? chair. <laughs> Everyone right now. <laughs> I walk past and go. What people are those? A great job. I just, you know, mm. you see random like workers in the airport and they're just sitting there. Oh yeah, at a table staring at a or screen by or a door, and they're like, they're on oh. their break. No, they're not. They're definitely not on their <laughs> break. <laughs> There's anyway, many places you can hide in the airport. Union break. Yeah. But you, Dan? Uh, I'd have to say, and this is based on having breakfast with Craig. We were watching. He goes, "Look at this," and it was. The highlights were playing on, and they showed the darts. This is, I don't know a lot about darts. It's pretty straightforward. It is. The number breakdown, but he goes, oh, look at this. And it, the guy got perfect, right? Yeah, it the was, nine, nine What dart. do they call it? The nine, nine dart, dart, dart finish. Dart finish, yeah. Really? And then the crowd and the, I mean, it, yeah. the, like darts, just because of technology, must have blown up. Just because you can go tight HD screen and a big screen, but... It's fantastic. Like, just the camaraderie and their, you know, the, the, guy, the bad haircuts. And I, bet, the, I bet they're still going here with dark tournaments, right? Because well, no, those fans don't yeah. give a shit about anything. No, they've just come out this morning and said that. Well, that's because true. Because it's the World uh, Championships coming up. And they're talking about whether they can play in front of no fans or they just cancel the next tournament. And as you've just mentioned there, darts, and I've been to a darts tournament as well. I've been at uh, what's the place near West Ham that we used to go? Oh, it's the old place where they used to have the world uh, championships and everyone dresses up fancy dress. Yeah, oh, it was brilliant, brilliant day out. But um, for me, a big part of the darts is that crowd, right? Because, like, if yeah. you're a Dutch guy, German guy, they yeah. bring fans across Barney's now, fans and yeah, they just it's. Uh, it's unbelievable day out, and the fans get so absolutely soaked in yeah. beer, and it's uh, just a, a real kind of step away from football because there's a lot of banter there, and a lot of football fans go to the darts as well because it's just an excuse for a piss up, but also to cheer on your favourite darts player. It does look like some. Well, much they fun. bet on every single. Oh yeah, everything right. Round and Pre- do you know who the first televised? Nine dart finish was by Ooh. Eric Bristol. No, first nine dart. Yeah, on TV televised. John Lowe. John Lowe. Pretty sure. 
pretty sure that. Oh, you're I, not sure? I, no, I'm pretty certain. I'm going to look it up. I have some useless information in my head. I'm trying to think of the <laughs> guy the case. other day. Oh, geez. Yeah. It was fantastic. He bro. didn't screw around. No? 180, 180. Yeah. And then three dars. And what do you start at? 501, right? Yeah, 501. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> is there, is there a, a, you know, like in snooker, which we were just talking about, there was like two or three Canadians that were very, very good when I was growing up. Yeah. Here but, it is. John uh, Lowe. He was, <laughs> in 1984, he became the first player to hit a televised nine-dart finish. Boom! Love it, Shams. Nice. nice. You are the stato. <laughs> stato of dart. I know shit about football. But who, got the, well, since, all right, who got the first perfect 147 break in snooker? Televised? Televised. Davis. A lot of cars. Classic. Oh, Was it? You yeah. are a weirdo, Stato. <laughs> Greg, you're not supposed to ask the question and not know it. <laughs> I thought it was Cliff Thorburn. First World Championship, 147, 983. Wow. There you go. So it was the first World Championship. Was was Thorburn. On TV. And Davis was Lada Cars Classic. 81, sorry, I think right. it was. Lada Cars. The first time. Davis won the World Championship for the first time in 81. Yeah. That's a dominating season for him. Lada Cars Classic. Lada Cars Classic. Amazing. First televised 147. Huh? Boom. And you were talking about Canadians. Was that Cliff Thorburn, that yep. guy? Yes. Yeah. So they were the snooker guys that was talking yeah. about. Steve Stevens did it at the Benson Hedges Masters, another Canadian. Oh, yeah. The late Who's the fellow that used to he's, he's, no, wait, drink that pints? Is. Bill Werbenick. Oh, he was a legend. <laughs> Bill, Bill, he had like dead. six or seven Bill pints Werbenick per died. game. More. Really? More. More than six. More. 17. He had 22 Jeez. pints for during as much a game. as 22 pints of beer during a match. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just good doing the math. <laughs> right. No, it, it, it was incredible, and he right. he had a problem. So that's a case of beer, <laughs> not just a drinking how many, problem. Okay, how long is a match? Because that's the a case of frames. Yeah, it would okay. have been hours and hours. Okay, but case of beer, we we've all come close to at least a half case, like a 12, 12 pints. But you're yeah. that's over like a four hour period, right? Yeah, if normal. Yeah, dude, drinking, but that that's a whole other level. Playing a professional oh, sport. Yeah, and was he good? Was he, he crushing it? He was pretty good. He wasn't a champion, well, he was, but he was a good player. Did yeah, he get wobbly, I guess? I guess like, no, he didn't get wobbly at all. he sold his nerves. Yes. In fact, oh, right. you know the great image, he was on right? Better when blockers. when, when yeah. Cliff um, did his 147, so at the Crucible Theatre, they'd have two tables in play at the same time with a with a curtain in between. Right. And Cliff was on his 147, and, and it was such a huge moment that they lifted the curtain, and Bill was playing on the other table. That's right. And he was, and was earlier standing on, he was, there watching his mate. He was looking around the curtain. Yeah, when he first that's right. Watching oh, him. Right. Kirk Stevens, yeah. by the way, is. I apologize, Kirk. He's not dead. He's alive still. I thought Kirk had died for some reason. Oh no, he's still. He's alive. Yeah, yeah. him and Cliff play golf all the time. Do they? Yeah. Yep. Really? Kirk used to wear the white tuxedo. That's in right. The 80s. Yeah. He was. Yeah. He was caught in the terrible mullet. He was, yeah. he was oh, they were crazy. Yeah. They, they, were, they were pretty right. wild. Like Cliff was, you know, had a little bit of an edge to him. The grinder. Yeah, he was you know, boring to watch. He, I remember he, was, he had a big chest, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. I see played him, him at see him a couple of times. He did? Yeah, I, play, I interviewed him and played him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Didn't he hit one out of your mouth? Out of my mouth, yeah. I, he, I laid on the table and he put the chocolate in the mouth and put the black. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a I think it's on YouTube somewhere. Yeah. Jesus. I've seen that's it. Fantastic. You showed it to me once. Yeah. The yeah, porn synergies are yeah. really, really. Uh, but those guys were, today. they were playboys. <laughs> Dude, they, they had to wear a tuxedo. <laughs> See, I'm not sure what a sport is when you have to wear a tuxedo to it. You oh, wear no. that the He was tie. a legend, man. He was no, like Tony I, Montana turning up to the snooper table. Yeah. So, so they were the Canadian snooker guys. Was there a, a darts guy that was ever on the what, world what, scene? What, Canadian? Yeah. John Part was a world champion. Yeah. Uh, John recently, Parrott? Recently, no, John, John Part. Oh. Part. Part. Lives in, uh, outside Toronto, and he, um, mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, maybe the 90s, I forget when, he was a world champion. One of really? the great darts players. Yeah. 
From Unionville, I think he's from. Wow, I, your your stats are yeah. starting. Your stats are trying to st- starting to creep me I'd out. Say, my Paula Sports. Yeah. He's throwing a whole bunch good. out there. Yeah, yeah. just throwing families. It's the time. It's he's the time been living too. a lie all these years about football. He's what, like snooker and darts is his forte. The zone may have stolen my life and my job. But the zone show a lot of snooker, and I watch a lot of snooker on the zone. Hey, props to the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, remember last year we we're doing Premier League on Sportsnet, and the snooker championships were on. Remember? Yeah. And we, we were watching we that closer than the bloody games yeah. on yeah. TV. Yeah. And then you were going to bet on one, but the thing is, you forgot you paused the game. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I did. He's like, I'm going to put a bet on it. We we're an hour behind because he paused it because we had to wait. Well, okay. Show us something. Who's speaking of betting? There's this new law coming down, right, to be a sports book in the States and Canada. You can do one-off bets. Is that like – there's a bit of a rule going on that's changing, correct? I don't know. Well, you were yeah, talking about the score. About it, yeah. Oh, yeah, the score's it's, opening their book. Right. In New Jersey. In New Jersey. Yeah. And how I does that change that. things for betters in Canada? I don't know. I, oh. That's not my area of expertise. Okay. I just lose money at betting. Well, I remember I went over to Craig's place one time and we I get there and – He's got the computer on, and William Hill, he's got the William Hill account, and he just goes, oh, keep playing, and we're just, because we're basically the same at Heads Up or whatever, you know, Texas Hold'em. So he goes, oh, just play a little bit, and, oh, I went to lose him 200 bucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but you you used to wager on things, correct? Wager it, on? Anything. Just, like, not not soccer. Oh, yeah. But you liked your, you liked betting. Yep, I did. And so what was your sport of choice for betting? Depending on what was coming on. <laughs> hey, golf is golf on the afternoon. Hey, there. Uh, how's Rory doing today? And they bet on everything, right? They like swing if you get it in. I like I don't know how how small a bet you like on what performance based thing you can So you can like bet golf on anything. You can bet <laughs> Well, I remember doing golf at Canadian Open, which was fun. Got tickets to go to the Canadian Open, Royal St. George's a few years ago. I can't remember the threesome, but you could bet on just the threesome itself that was playing, right. regardless of where they were in the standings, but the threesome that go out that day. So it was great. We followed those threesome, that threesome around, put a bet on one of them. And, and just, an app bet? Like, how was the bet at that point? Yeah, was, could you, did you have to go to the computer? Did you yeah, like? It was on, yeah, well, it's online. It's all, okay. Yeah. So we did it before we went. And the three guys going out. So we were able just to follow those three. It didn't matter what happened in anything That's fantastic. else. That's fantastic. Yeah, you can you can bet on anything. What can we bet on right now? Let's find out. Because there's not much out there right now, obviously. I wonder. So there's some very dodgy leagues. I bet obviously, you there's, some vir- there's a lot Premier of virtual and- stuff on these gambling sites, too. Like virtual Horse racing virtual still going horse on. racing. Is there? Oh, yeah. Virtual? How did that work? Just cartoon pick a horse. There is not. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. It's like the third quarter at the Raptors game where they, when they used to go, what thing is going to win? Yeah, 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 exactly. What car is going to win? The yellow car, yeah, the blue yeah, car. Yeah. Cheer louder, can, right? Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. gamble on it. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I'm assuming there's horse racing going on around the world, right? I would yeah. think. Yeah, there is. Cheltenham Festival just happened in England. Oh, was it behind closed doors? No. no. See the lunatics by the side mm. all partying and drinking. <laughs> telling you. The UK is slow to yeah. react. We'll keep coming, and carry on. That's well, Trev Sinclair, right? didn't he put out that... We, I saw a tweet from him, and it had everyone partying in a pub, and it was basically, you know, fuck you, COVID, and they're all drinking. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, that's... That's normal. Yeah. That's normal in England. Yeah. But my nephew, I was giving him a bit of shit to, this weekend. He's at U of T. 
And he went out with his friends and at a club. And I'm like, that's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. Then you're coming to sleep at my house. Yeah. I'm like, I got two kids. What are you, what are you doing? And, I, and he goes, yeah, you're right. You're right. So he played it cool last night and the night. But I wasn't happy about it. Do you mm-hmm. think, like, Tinder's doing well? Yeah, hookups you know? would Hookups, would right? You're, you're quarantined. Like, what am I going to do? Yeah. That's like a quarantine section of Tinder, you think, right? And, oh, <laughs> yeah, man, sure. Come on over. And yeah. we'll, we'll Is that what you're looking together. at right now on your phone shop? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's betting on it. Yeah. He's betting on betting Tinder, Tinder stocks going yeah. down. <laughs> well, we were talking about Grindr. Grind. <laughs> What's that? Grindr, Tinder. It's the gay site. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't know that. Is it the same thing as Tinder? Is it? It's exactly the same as Tinder, just for people that are gay. Gay. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Next question, Sean. But to me, that seems. <laughs> but that, to me, that seems unnecessary because the gay dudes I know have no problem picking up dudes. No, but well, it's not an issue. But yeah, but our picking is pickup getting is limited now. Like maybe, right now, because of right, the, right, okay, sure. But prior to COVID, yeah, I mean, it's not like oh god, I've struck out again. That doesn't happen. <laughs> no, in talking to my friends. Yeah. No, I agree with you. <laughs> Far from it. Dude, I'd take all three of you on right yeah, now. Seriously, if I right? were, is that my persuasion? He's so easy. You were right. talking about our, talk about who if we were quarantined with. Yeah. This would be fantastic. Yeah. Three good looking men. Wow. Two professional oh, athletes. Yeah. Snooker. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Play snooker. Naked. You could be the referee with your white gloves. <laughs> Nothing on but white oh, gloves. Yeah. Put this ball Greg, in. Greg, please put your white uh. gloves on. Daddy and I are gonna make out. <laughs> <laughs> this conversation's oh, gone a whole yeah. different way now. But that's um, uh, speaking of Dunlop sent us a text. Did he? How um, is Dunlop? Because he, he was meant to be in Europe. I know he's pissed off. Oh, he's yeah, very trip. angry. Yeah, the but he also had ever. the week off work, right? So he's not working. So he's oh, just stuck at home. Uh, um, but he goes. Uh, he's a spin on the the dinner party question. Who would you like, or could you handle being quarantined with? The four of us clearly can <laughs> quarantine together. Um, and yeah, he thinks it will definitely spark some some different answers. He then goes on to say, if you haven't already, you all should watch Jan on Crave while you're stuck at home. Mm. Dunlop's Mrs. Elena's in on, on Jan. She's just one of the oh. actresses. Oh, brilliant! Steals the show. Steals the show. Um, okay, so who? How did he end just, up with her? By the way, I have no idea. It's a question we ask ourselves all the time. She's, she's, she's obviously fantastic. hasn't seen him play football. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm choosing the third last guy. Yeah. <laughs> I like the guy who's really slow, yeah. has no has no coordination, <laughs> no. gets winded really easily. <laughs> he looks great though. Yes, dresses. When he jogs onto the what pitch, like, a watch out. This guy's legit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He'd yeah. Be, might be the if you didn't know him, you'd be you know if you had to pick your team. Oh, yeah, you'd pick him. Yeah. You'd pick him, probably. Yeah, for sure you would. Yeah. And then you'd think, what the yeah. fuck have I done? Yeah. Guy running a quicksand. Yeah. He's been closed down by Stephen Hawking. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I bet yeah, it would be faster. We haven't done that on this podcast a lot, don't we? We should yeah. get back on the we podcast. Do. It, be, I think Colin or one of those other guys said you should have done that. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh, we'll yeah. get back on yeah. for sure. He'd probably be here in five minutes. He would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, so obviously before we discuss the whole dinner party chestnut of a question, right, who would you have dinner with? But quarantine's different because this could be 14 days in the mm. same same room, same mm. house, right? So Hitler wouldn't work quite as well, I don't think, right? Because I had Hitler, Freddie Mercury, yeah, and I would have thrown Ricky Gervais in there. I forgot that. I would probably keep Freddie and Ricky, but I don't <laughs> think I'd put Adolf because I, I think we'd probably fall weeks. out. Yeah. <laughs> be like, okay, enough, Adolf, enough. I get it, you know? <laughs> Don't agree. It's time yeah. to leave. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you have? Who could you handle? Just stay That's in the a same tough question. Qu- 
cool. Well, there's a different way. Having dinner with somebody and being quarantined. That's 14 days compared to a night. That's two different things. Yeah. Right. So yeah, mainly women, I would imagine, in this case now. Oh, Pamela Anderson. We were talking about her we earlier before, in her yeah. prime. Be watch days. So prime Pamela. Oh, even Pam now. Yes, that's – yeah, she's well kept. <laughs> 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 well kept. <laughs> she eats herself well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so Craig wants yeah. pre-Tommy. Pre-Tommy. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of disease. Wouldn't want to follow Tommy. What the hell is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, Have a good day, Pam. See ya. <laughs> it's like a thoroughbred racehorse followed by a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> So there's yeah. that. There's that. Um, so I don't, I don't Ricky, to, Ricky Gervais would be fun. He'd be to fun, be, wouldn't he? He'd yeah, be he'd fun be for two. Yeah, for two weeks, Ricky. Oh yeah. I see. I would think it would be someone you could go traveling with because you've already broken through. So one of your good mates, right? And then you know, because you can handle. You've, you've been in close quarters. Yeah, or even even your you know your 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 spouse who could be your best friend and you travel with her really well like at least you can get into that zone except if we're going famous then, then okay how about famous sports theme okay a sports personality give me three right. sports personalities you think you could probably where handle. are we being quarantined you, I don't know uh, at home or somewhere. on the island or like yeah give them a yeah give me a place and uh, that, 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 that turns things this studio yeah. for 14 days yeah Footballers, not guys that you know, like your mate Jason Roberts or, or Paul Peschkas. No, guys that you don't know. Give me three. Uh, any sport or just any, any sport? Any sport. Yeah. Dead or alive? Sure. Muhammad Ali. Yeah, be a good one. He'd be interesting for fourteen days. He would. Mm-hmm. Lots to say. Good stories. Yeah. Yeah. His jailhouse. Stories. Michael Jordan, but I think he'd be a bit boring. Be a lot of uh, be a, a book run in in the room, wouldn't there? About you know who's going to take the first shit, who's going to right big gambler, right? Yeah. Well, you guys conspiracy, you know that whole conspiracy about when he had to retire and truth. come back, get the fight. truth. Yeah, yeah, good point. Yeah. So Ali and Jordan, mm-hmm. one more, you got one more. I'm saying LeBron, but LeBron, I think it'd be tiring after a couple of weeks. Too much about him. Yes, I think it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I would like Maradona. to go a different way. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Just beat the shit out of him. Mar- <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? What do you mean? Beat the shit out of Maradona? Yeah. What for? Or the hand of God? Oh, for the hand of God? Oh, for God's sake. Are we going back we to will that? Never, <laughs> we will never forget. 1986? He might bring his bag of tricks, though, so he might be... Oh, it's party treats. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, that'd be a great 14 days. It's <laughs> yeah. like, this is the end, right? We were talking about Jay Baruchel. Everyone dropping some, good movie, dropping like some Molly movie. and yeah. lots of booze with Maradona. Maybe Maradona would be the best. 14 oh. days of just partying. Oh, it'd be yeah. fun. It would be you good. You know? He'd be the Danny McBride, the Argentinian Danny McBride. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, he would be an interesting fellow, Maradona. He would be. Good stories mm. about you. He's got some good stories. Oh. That's for sure. Wow. I would go for Kenny Powers. Kenny oh, Powers? Kenny Powers from uh, East Down. East, East, East Bound and Down. Oh, Down. Oh, yeah. To tell me about his story, how he went from hero to zero. Right. And he hates soccer. Yeah. 
<laughs> but Kenny, Kenny Powders. Powder. Remember they called him Kenny? Hey, Kenny Powders. Powders. <laughs> no, but seriously, I'd go Johan Cruyff. Just, talk to just to pick his brain because like he just was well ahead of the game even in the 70s, the way he played, but also the way he fought about the game, his preparation even as a coach. Um, Bobby Robson, I'd love to, because mm-hmm. I think you'd get both sides of Bobby. Bobby would have the humorous side, but also have the downside where you could have a serious conversation with him. Very likable guy. Yeah. Man, your football IQ is going to be going through the roof yeah. by the time you get out Just here. guys that... Yeah, really? And then I would have though, to have know, a chick I, in there. I, I, I would have to have a chick. I couldn't be with guys all the time. <clears throat> no, that's true, actually. One thing about Bobby, uh, I had to spend some time with him, Bobby Robson, was a, he loved women. Yeah, he was a ladies' man. Huh? Ladies' man. Like a, but not a creepy guy like that, but just, just a gentleman. Because I remember Sophie, my missus, when <clears throat> she first met him, we were at the uh, Swallow Hotel, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know. Saw the, M2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Swallow Hotel. This, Hotel. Segment, this segment brought to you by Pornhub. <laughs> I'm glad he laughed first there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. But it was actually Quar- the Swallow quarantine. Hotel. Quarantine. Quarantine means uh, a lot of self-adulation. <laughs> a lot of teams stayed there, actually. Yeah. Right, right. You guys, you assholes. <laughs> it's actually called the Swallow Hotel, okay? Like, literally. So anyway, I was talking to Bobby, and I had Sophie there, and I introduced him to Sophie, and for the next half hour, he never looked at me. <laughs> had nothing to do with me. Basically, squeezed in between me and Sophie, and just just chatted, up, chatted right? her up for a half an That's hour. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. And denigrated you. What Probably, you know, you yeah, know yeah, that yeah. line. What did you do to get with this? Yeah, what did you lump do? of shit. <laughs> you know, one of those <laughs> friends. Happens, right? happens, right? There's always, always that friend, and you're like, yeah. dude, are we friends at all? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like a, the worst thing you could say, especially someone that had that that you know place in your life where he was a mentor or, or a teacher, someone that was a, above right. you in, in station in life, and then when they meet your missus. Just like destroy you, yeah. tear you apart. Like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you? just hoping that your missus stays with you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she starts moonwalking, doing the Michael Jackson moonwalk in his direction. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> see, you see, see the, yourself. Uh, speaking of, do you see the uh, Alex Oxlade Chamberlain yeah. video with his great, missus? Huh? Yeah, good in dancer. quarantine. Yeah, it yeah. was great. She moonwalked into the picture, didn't she? Is she from a band though? She's from a. I think she, yeah, she is. Not she's from girls. Girl. Or, no. Yeah, girls allowed. Girls allowed. That was good. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my third one, Dan. Like, it has to be a chick. Yeah. It's obviously... M- Maggie Thatcher, but the Iron some, Lady. No, someone that's <laughs> got a bit of banter as well. Like, can make me laugh and take the piss out of us. Mm. Uh, you know, oh, you gave me a good idea for my th- my yeah. third. You jump in there. All right, then, okay. Then so my first third. sports guy is Charles Barkley. Yeah, that'd be I good. was at... So, Philadelphia, when he was playing for uh, the Sixers... They had an exhibition game in uh, Montreal. And my roommate and a couple of my buddies were on the men's basketball team at McGill. And the men's basketball team and the men's football team chilled out a lot. And they go, Wonger, get, get your ass down here. We're down at uh, Chez Paris. <laughs> so, <laughs> and there's Charles. And I, it was just, he's like, hung out with us. Uh, super fun. We were, you know, because it's, I think, I don't know if we were at uh, Chez Paris or. Um, 
what was the other one? Super Sex. And Super Sex had a buffet. Six dollar buffet. Whoa! So, Speaking yeah. of disease and COVID, dude, it didn't matter you go when you're a starving that. student at twenty five pounds. Per, Six dollar buffet goes a long Hold way. Hold on, there was a buffet in at the strip joint. Strippers yeah. oh, at yeah. lunchtime. Lunchtime. How, how close was it to the poles? Uh, it, it had its own heating section, but <laughs> oh, you yeah, would eat was... wherever you sat. So if you were perverts row, yeah, you were. You know, and this is time. These are the days of uh, trimmed. But not bald, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God. So you never knew. <laughs> you never knew. This is taking a turn. You never knew what? Anyways, Charles Barkley. Charles yeah. He sounds like a great. <laughs> a woman who would make me laugh, I think, like, there's three that make me laugh, but the one that kills me is Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. She's Anything she's fun. in, but Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yeah. Those yeah. three, very funny. they would crush it. Or... Uh, uh-huh. I, anyways, those three, and then the last. Not sports though, are they? No, but just celebrity to make me laugh. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, but all right, you know, there's female. Oh, uh, there's got to be a tennis player. Oh, you know, like Serena would be interesting. Anna Kournikova, because mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, very attractive. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. But seems Serena would have a lot to say, and it'd be she'd be better for dinner. Serena. Yeah. yeah, Serena would be great Not for, for having a great conversation. Yeah, fair enough. And and how she freaks out sometimes. Yeah. Which I get. Like, you guys are athletes. You you freaked out in your life mm-hmm. on the field. And just the difference how she's judged compared to McEnroe. Yeah. Or right. compared to the belligerent, you know, there's a couple belligerent dudes on the ATP mm. who are just uh, the guy from Australia who's losing. Yeah, she's his... considered hysterical. Yes. They're hysterical. And I'm just like, so sexist, and the dude from Australia that, you know, yeah. he mm. loses his shit every tournament and they just go, oh, he's the bad boy of tennis. Although McEnroe was hammered yeah. back oh. in the day, right? Oh, yeah. But he was the bad boy of but tennis. But him and Connors yeah. were all they were doing. And I just. You know, she's right about the fairness and how women are judged and certain things. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. that would be a great conversation. Yeah. And I find her attractive. So. Yeah, helps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Charms? I'm trying to think of... While, while Danny thinks of his third? I, I, put, I, I was, I was thinking of, like, Jennifer Aniston. Because oh, she, yeah. in film, she's pretty funny. She looks like she's got banter. Good hair. But I don't she, think she does have banter. Uh, that's she what smokes, I'm, though. She that's what I'm thinking. Does I she? Think that's supposedly. Yeah. She cannot hold down a proper relationship for longer than six well, months. That's true. So that means no matter how good looking she is or attractive, there's something, don't put this on the record, there's something. <laughs> no, it's it's on the record, right? actually. <laughs> <laughs> there's something wrong with her, Craig. Maybe she just has a bad taste in men. Maybe that as well. And they treat her poorly. Yeah, she, celebra- she low, goes off the celebrity low men, threshold. Right? You can't trust celebrity men. Yeah. Find a regular dude. You know? She was with Brad Pitt. Precisely. <laughs> right? He seems, exactly. like, he seems like a dude you want to go for a drink with. Yeah, that's oh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. I wouldn't want, my, I wouldn't want my, yeah. my sister marrying him, though. I mean, imagine the temptations he experiences true, every day. True, true, yeah. yeah. He's only human, right? Yeah. But, yeah. Still, but I'd go Jen Aniston's fun. She's horrible bosses. Yeah, she was great, great in that. She you could talk yeah. movies the whole time. Get yeah. her to perform Rachel. <laughs> Fr- Friends is of herself, wasn't it? <laughs> kind of, I think. Kind of, Friends yeah. was a great show. It was. It really, it really was, show. yeah. Thursday Charles? night before. Uh, John Virgo. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you. Uh, the banter. Friggin' loser. Why? John Virgo. <laughs> John Virgo. 
And I don't know who that is. Right, I'm just saying. Snooker guy. He was a professional snooker player, but was renowned for his when when, um, a, a session would finish early, he'd jump out and do trick shots and entertain the crowd. He's a funny guy. John <laughs> for the banter. No, he's, he's very good. He's very good. Um, Gabriella Sabatini. Oh, yeah. She had Speaking a of, uh, crazy a big crush in there in the 80s. Mm-hmm. What does she look like now? I haven't seen I, her. What is, this is like eight, nine, 1985. <laughs> oh. Virgo and Sabatini. Oh, I see. I don't know what Virgo looks like either. You <laughs> <laughs> don't care either. No, I I really. He's doing commentary for Snoopy. Yeah, he's been, well. yeah, yeah, he's he been does. for it's years. Great. Decades. I don't know a third one. It's so difficult. Who's an interesting sporting figure? I was going to say Tony Mio, but it wouldn't be the same. <laughs> Who? If you would have said Steve <laughs> Davis, Steve I would have walked out this <laughs> snooker. Oh, jeez. Um, maybe Eric Bristow. Yeah. Why? You know? Why not Steve yeah, Davis? Bristow. That's that ginger, right? He yeah. Does, does the commentary? He's very, yeah, very funny too. He is funny. Like he's actually a very <clears throat> funny guy. Yeah. He's got. Um, he was on um, Colin Murray's podcast recently. Is he? He's, uh, he's more into his music now. He's a DJ. He's got some albums out. Steve he, Davis he, he, he is a Glastonbury. DJ. He did Glastonbury. Wow. Jeez, Dish. Yeah. Like, now now like you know where you could have been. Electronic soul. It's a really kind of niche market. Steve Davis. Steve Davis. He's exactly. so huge into See? that. Steve Davis we're talking about here. He's in, I've got a book at home. I bring it in. It's called um, How to Be Interesting by Steve Davis. It's no, really funny. Really. What? No, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? I you, you I need to understand this. You don't know. I, you don't know so I know who he is, but I don't understand. So this. Image. No thanks. Of these so two. Davis was renowned for being really boring as a as a snooker player, right? No personality, no emotion, oh, okay. but just clinical and ruthless, right? Right. Yeah. So in the eighties, remember Spitting Image, the, this puppet show. It was an adult show, but it's hilarious, and they just they take the piss out of all these celebrities. And they had Steve Davis puppet, and he was called Steve Interesting Davis. <laughs> I like to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, remember that. Mm-hmm. So, and Spitting Image was that one that they had, like, Maggie Thatcher, Maggie Thatcher oh, yeah, and, like, yeah, all, yeah. Yeah. So all the that, yeah. that made its way over to Canada at, like, 1130 at night on the CBS. <laughs> yeah. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you were like, what the fuck is this? Because <laughs> it was all so relevant yeah. to what just happened, like, that week. In England. And, and, and back in the day, dissemination of information. Mm. You didn't get, you know, it's not like I was reading, you know, uh, uh, the BBC, you or know, online. Or a newspaper, yeah. Or a newspaper. All right. Next so, question. Uh, okay. Let's, let's see what's going on. Let's, let's so talk well. soccer. Let's talk soccer for. Um, well, there's, there's I'm that. Just queuing here. Let me see here. Um, no, I can't do that one. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that one. Um, Why not? Uh, Monday, what we've been through so far today. Why not? Exactly. Uh, all right. Here's one. Um, Who's it from? Uh, from from Serge, uh, certain, not our Serge, Craig, different Serge, not Sergio seven five eight. Well, Canadian soccer players are reluctant to fall when fouled, and with Concacaf being used to that culture, is there a greater issue for our players to face on the pitch than that one? He says, by the way, self isolation, napping, drawing markers, FIFA twenty, and he's brought a ten kilo bag of flour for baking. So he, Serge is set up. He's set up for his uh, <laughs> his self-imposed quarantine. Mm. So, yeah, what's the biggest issue facing Canadian players in this CONCACAF culture? Is it just that the dark arts, or are we slowly you know, getting over to that side of things and understand it better now? The actual, what, the finer points of sort of winning games yeah, in CONCACAF? Yeah, successful, I guess. Yeah. yeah. No. Paying the referee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
trying to learn that sort of the nuances of the games. Sort of, I think we, we, we have a long way to go in that sort of area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not the pl- fault of the players uh, either. I don't think, uh, I mean, somebody like Alfonso Davies, uh, when he does play World Cup qualifiers and uh, goes into Central America, it's going to be something completely different than he's facing in the Bundesliga. Um, Are you surprised by how quickly he's adapted? Did, when, when he first yes. was Bayern, did you think it would be this quick before he's a starter? No, absolutely not. No. I mean, I thought there was always a chance, and there's always a chance. The first step was to get him in the door. That's a massive step. But I honestly thought that his uh, really aligned to the first team potentially was going on loan, Danny. Mm. I thought that that would be probably the step. I mean, let's be let's face it. Alaba was playing left back at the time, considered one of the best left backs in the world. And I think some of the circumstances around Bayern Munich fell into place for him. Timing was good. Mm. Alaba moved into center, center yeah, defense, into and then left center back now. Right, right, and then Alfonso stepped in, done such a great job that they could leave it as it is. So, yeah, I am surprised that he's adapted so quickly. But like I've said before, he's got it. He's got that X yeah, factor, and, and very few people have that. What Bayern did really well as well is bringing him in and not showcase him in, and putting him on a pedestal to the rest of Germany and to the world saying this is the next guy that we're bringing it wasn't like they showcased him as this massive signing they brought him into the group they understood that language was going to be an issue first of all for him but they also didn't have him with the main group first of all they gave him opportunities but he played uh Numerous games with the under-23 team, the B team, who play in, I think, the third division in in Germany, Mm -hmm. which is a great stepping stone for a younger player in not only adapting on the field, but adapting off the field with the travel, the understanding of going to different hotels and just a different way of traveling than he would have been used to in MLS. So I think Bayern have done a, a great job in really kind of putting him in an environment and the environment has helped him blossom into the player he is now. We all know the talent that he has. It's a natural talent, which Canada hasn't seen before. A natural talent to be one of the world elite players. And he's still a very young player. He's 19, 20 this year. But Bayern have to take a lot of credit as well in what they've done to help him develop. And now he's playing in the first team. He's playing in Champions League. He's playing week in, week out in a championship-winning team. Uh, Rumours that he's going to be offered a new deal, five-year deal. Mm-hmm. So credit to the player himself, but also credit to Bayern. And I think it was the right move for Alfonso Davis to go to uh, Bayern Munich. If he mm-hmm. went to England or somewhere maybe in Spain, I think he could have got lost a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you, do you think players, to succeed at the top level, have to have a bit of the bastard in them? A little bit. Did you guys? You, you mean you did each and I seen you scream at people, Craig. I mean, you talk about Canadian players. Sometimes they're too nice, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why they struggled internationally in Concacaf. Mm-hmm. Too nice, haven't got that that real ruthless nastiness. <clears throat> do you, do well, you a little I bit mean, of that? A little bit, but I don't think somebody being nice, like we talked before about players that once they cross the white line can be the mm-hmm. nicest people off it. I think that you need to have that. Um, but uh, being nice or being, you know. Those sort of things isn't a weakness. 
Mm-hmm. Some people can see it as a weakness, so some people try not to sort of be nice. They just try to be more of an but an act on a bit of an act on. You can see through that, can't you? I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being nice and being a badass, or someone is calling fellow players out, or just being that guy that people don't want to play against is totally different than when we're talking about being competitive. Mm-hmm. Right. So you can be a quiet personality. You can be uh, not a cheerleader. We we call these these players cheerleaders, where they're doing a lot of talking on the field. And for me, I, at certain times, I call it deflecting. They're actually deflecting the urgency or the attention away from their actual bad play. But because they're talking and shouting and hollering, everyone's going, oh, okay, he's trying to get the group together, he's trying to do... But for me, the the real key aspect of a player when he goes onto the field is his willingness to compete. The the desire he shows, Mm -hmm. the willingness to compete. Whatever situation that is in the game, whether we're up a goal, down a goal, whether we're away from home, at home, yeah. playing against a weaker team. Do they go missing? Team. Do they not? Yeah, that's yeah. for me the true character of a yeah. player. Not the raw, raw guys. Like the you know you see a lot of that in the NFL before games. You know they all get around. Yeah, they start regular. Like that's a bunch of crap. That's for the cameras because both teams are doing it. Yeah, you know everybody's yeah. doing it. But it's you know what you want to do something like that. You most of the guys, the best ones, they do it in the dressing room and then they do it on the field. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And lead by example. So you keep it private. Say what you got to be saying in, in the room, and right. then they go out there and they give everything. Right. They leave it out there, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, thanks for your, some of the great questions there. Keep them coming. Yeah. As long as we can do podcasts, we shall do podcasts. Absolutely. I'm confident they, they, they shouldn't be interrupted too much. And as we get sick, touch wood. Then all four of us would be sick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although we've stopped high fiving, we're elbowing, yeah. we're doing the elbow bump. Do, well, I mean, yeah, most of it's mild, mild, right? Most of it's mild. I mean, Arteta, oh, yeah. Arteta yeah. Arsenal coach. I mean, he, his wife came out and said that he probably wasn't bad enough that he wouldn't have kept working. Yeah, well, Rudy Gobert so, said he, he could have played that. Yeah, game, right? a lot of, it's a lot not of about mild cases. How it's not that, serious yeah. the actual virus is per se. If you're infirm or old, then is a big issue, right? But yeah. I'm yeah. not scared of the virus per se but if I get yeah. ill then I will probably avoid social contact yeah. well not that <laughs> right. virus you're my, not afraid my, of that virus that virus right my grandma is 102 <laughs> she doesn't want to get it no yeah. yeah oh and congratulations to your grandma that's 102 yeah. Yeah. That if she thing. only knew <laughs> does she enjoy the podcast <laughs> oh she loves it <laughs> she's all over technology grandma put grandma Forrest yeah. is Actually, downloading my, my dad's called right. up to the podcast by the way and, and oh yes he, he saw him on the weekend yesterday and he's saying she sent me a text on, on Friday I think it was he goes yeah why do you think I was such a crap coach <laughs> I never once said you were a crap coach and that wasn't the point the point was that you thought I was a crap player and then, and then he just oh, he, right. he, yeah, he, he told me he goes I just, it was a lot easier to put you in that team than some other person have their parents why why are you putting my son on that team? Oh, so it's still something that's an issue in the family. In the family, obviously, it's, there's resentment. Yeah, wow. there's some serious. Yeah. resentment. but that's a good it's, point by your dad. That is mm-hmm. a very. But he sacrificed the, my feelings to uh, escape yeah, some of the parents like his yeah. feelings. Well, right? escape his own ahead of me, above me. Yeah, right? but you know what? He should have maybe explained that at the time to you. Probably should have done. Yeah, so it didn't break your heart, right? Because and for the last thirty-five years, yeah. you've been. At least you're moving. <laughs> Therapy. At least you're moving forward with it, Shams. You're openly talking about it that's now. True. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. That's about the first step. Passive aggressively <laughs> on a podcast <laughs> that no, oh, your dad demons, would right? have to track down. Confronted <laughs> demons. I think it's very important, right? Did you, did you wrestle with your dog this morning? You got <laughs> dog. You're all over your hat. Have I? Yeah. Oh, I do, don't I? Yeah. He's got a new pie. 
Charmin's proper. That's right. Dog hair. The new Harry, the new Harry pie. Oh, <laughs> uh, we've, we've got Harry a, pie. We've, we've got, we've, we've got we've, dog hair. <laughs> I don't wear this hat when I cook. That's good because nobody likes often. hair in their pie. <laughs> no one likes that. It's not. It's not great. It's not. <laughs> Although if the meat supply slows down, they have no choice. Uh-huh. All right. Well, should we, should we call it quits? <laughs> call it quits. You got pies to make this afternoon. I have. I've got to get yeah. right back to the kitchen now and start yeah. cooking. Let me know if you need any help. Give me a call. Uh, I will. My phone's <laughs> off. <laughs> I'll, I'll phone you back. Would you rather paint the room or, or make pies, Deej? Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that's a good question. All depends on how many days you're going to paint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got pretty high off the fumes yesterday, though, so. That's not bad. Oh, really? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, <laughs> I guess. Me and, dog, me and my dog were just chilling. Yeah. That's yeah. who I would take. The dog, yeah, yeah, my yeah dog. good point. He's my, he's my best mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he doesn't sense. judge you. Doesn't judge me. No. They're the best. Yeah, you, the well, best. you don't have a dog. You have a cat, right? I well, never thought you were going to be a cat person. Well, I got two dogs. Yeah, two dogs. No, but jab, jab one right now. Or Not with a, me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what we're getting, Craig, for dog. Christmas. Get him a dog. Yeah, dog. You should do. Big. Yeah. Give me a, a dog. Give me a freaking lint brush. Deck. Oh yeah. I'm gonna get you a big they, Irish wolfhound. When you got dogs and cats, you, lint brush is the yeah. best thing oh, ever. Dude, God. I'm allergic just to you. You get one. You get one, and then you can like lint brush. I've got, like, I've got by our front table when we're walking. There's like a, a freaking row of them. I just don't use them. I forget. Obviously, the charms. We have to have these two. They had they they talked about no no yes just your hat. Someone asked if these two. Charm, charms at charm is proper. We're gonna have uh, Danny and Craig having a pie cooking contest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we should do that. That would be when, great. when our kitchen is actually open officially. Yeah, yep. um, which should be soon. Maybe we'll do a podcast from there while these guys make pies. So you teach them how to do a pie yeah. Yeah. once. I'll, give, yeah. it, I'll give, then, them, give them recipe. So here it is. Yep, and they have Go. to they have to yeah. serve us. Cook I'll it do a traditional us. London pie. London. What's that? What yeah. is a traditional Smog London meat pie? pie? Well, yeah, meat. What kind pie of pie? A mash. Oh, that's what kind of meat awful. Though? You'll like it if I cook it. <laughs> what kind of meat, though, is it? What are you going to do, is a pea meal bacon one? I remember when I first signed from West Ham, they're like, I think it was Ruddock. Neil Ruddock's like, come on in, Monks in there. Let's go around yeah, the yeah. corner and have a... You don't like, like pie, pie mash and pie liquor? Pie mash oh, and liquor. That's one thing I really miss over Oh, on the east end of London, you can... Oh. If anyone knows, in Toronto where there's a pie and mash Shut shop. up. <laughs> 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 I, a good, I might know reputable <laughs> pie and mesh shop that serves liquor as well. Let me know. What is that green crap they put on the whiskey there? What, what, like what is it? And is it parsley? Green, yeah. Beautiful. Then you put the red blood vinegar in it as well. Whoa. <laughs> man, Beautiful. Man. Speaking of Razor Ruddock, did you see his, his, his wife is tweeting out pictures? Yes. Isn't she? Yes. <laughs> she is. is it she? Mm-hmm. Did you see the pictures? No, I haven't seen the pictures. Yeah. Oh. Well, let me just, before we just. Yeah. Is she someone that Razor would take to a desert island with yes. her? Yes. Yeah, I oh, think okay. so. She, she actually looks it, like Pam Anderson a little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, let's be fair to Razor. I mean, bag of hammers, right? It's done well. Bag of hammers. <laughs> Good banter, though. Razor would be a good fella to oh, have in quarantine. Great banter. He might throw you through that window, but. <laughs> I remember when, late in his career, we were playing at Leicester, and I remember he was coming to the end of the game, and not the fittest lad in the world, no. right? And ball comes over the top, and he's literally running toward me, looking at the clock, <laughs> see how much time's left in the game. His legs are just shot. <laughs> Oh, you see him fine. doing the math in his head. Yeah, basically. How, oh, steps, shit. how much effort? Yeah. How much time? Yeah. Everything was an effort at that point for him. <laughs> she tweets a lot. 
And he was a tough player, though, eh? Yeah, yeah. Raise a good player to play against. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, she's, uh, yeah. He's done well for himself. <laughs> He's done well for himself. Let's put it that way. Your yeah. old teammates. All right, guys. Um, let's call an end to this nonsense. Um, plan to be back at some point. Next Monday for sure. Maybe before. We'll see. Hey, all your sports banter, footy banter, we coming from spoke, We haven't talked too much prime. about sports today, have we? Well, I think it's there's, all about there's sports. There's not much sports yeah. on. No. Four guys who enjoy sports. That's what we did yeah. today. All right. Well, let's make sure you follow us on all your, your social platforms for, for breaking news. That was happening. <laughs> footy underscore Prime on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. It's at Footy Prime the Podcast. Email us all your vitriol to Footy Prime Podcast at gmail.com. Eggplant, Pitcher, and Sound. Thank you so much for the studio once again. Our thanks to Dean Blundell, of course, and the Dean Blundell Show, deanblundell.com. Uh, Death Behind the Glass, thank you so much. Dan Wong Keyboards, Hola. Danny Dickio, Craig Forrest, I'm James Sherman. Uh, cheers for a listening. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game, and it's good for you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.